This episode of This Is Us 2 is sponsored by Minute with Mary. That's right. It's me, this girl in your headphones. I love to help people feel more confident and creative when it comes to their makeup and skincare. And this is the holiday season when you like to zhuzh things up. And because you are a beloved listener of This Is Us, we have a special little discount for you on one of my favorite items. Because let's be real, the holidays are coming. You might want to zhuzh. Do you like to zhuzh? Always got to zhuzh. Right? And if you put on makeup, say mascara or like a really strong lipstick or something like that, you need to take it off. You need to take it off at some point, right? Eventually. So um, one of my favorite items... I get the, so many reviews on this item. Uh, it's my makeup cleansing stick and it literally like you put it on your face and it melts your makeup off. It is so nourishing and hydrating. I haven't used anything like it and I love this makeup cleansing stick and it's so much one of my favorite things that I'm giving podcast listeners a 15% off discount. So you just go to minutewithmary.com slash discount if that does not strike your fancy. But you need some other things to help get you fancy for the holidays. Maybe you want to be Pilgrim Rick with but but like killer lashes. <laughs> Just reach out to me. Search the hashtag Minute with Mary on Facebook. And throwing that chair was the best thing that ever happened to me. If I didn't throw that chair through the window, uh, I wouldn't have stopped drinking. Wouldn't have joined AA or stuck with therapy. When I threw that chair, my, my nephew came back into my life. No matter how much I told him to scram, he just stuck around. <laughs> For 40 years, I have pushed people away. Not because I, I thought they would hurt me, but because I thought I would hurt them. I told myself I was doing it for their own good. Because you know, I'm broken. I was wrong. I wasn't broken. I was sick. And when you're sick, you, uh, you gotta let the people who care about you to help. Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast about This Is Us on NBC, so sit back and relax, and let's all have a good cry. Everybody, how's it going? My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I love the fact that this is a podcast that can be edited because we're on Facebook Live right now, uh, also doing this episode, and Mary just has to touch stuff. Mary has to touch stuff <laughs> and mess up the intro. So you, the podcast listener, do not get the pleasure of hearing a messed up intro, but the Facebook Live watcher, you do. So you're welcome. Thank God I'm able. 
Authentic to, experience for those who join us on Facebook Live, that's to, for sure. To, to edit these bad boys. And listen, if you are listening to the podcast and you are interested in seeing uh, what um, my studio with Mary here is like and the things that we do and how it all looks and how we actually do these podcasts live, you can do so. Yeah. Just check us out on Mary and Blake uh, Facebook, Facebook or go to the This Is Us 2 group on Facebook and you'll be able to, when we do these episodes, check us out live and all of that other stuff. So, I am quite excited about this. I can tell. Well, I'm excited because the last time we tried, our camera broke halfway through. <laughs> Not even have it broke like to three seconds into it. Yeah, and, and, and we tried it multiple times, and I was pissed. Yep, and then we tried it again tonight, and we blew a fuse. <laughs> Because That's true. there's like this, I don't know, what this isn't a polar vortex, but something's happening on the east coast of the U.S. and it got cold. So I have a little space heater and between our lights, our computers, our screens, we blew a fuse. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we got I, started much later. I don't have a space heater on me now. No, you do not. If I chatter away in my teeth, I apologize. <laughs> Mary is in a much less happy mood as of this moment. Uh, <laughs> we right. need some heat. So. Uh, today is my story. Yeah. Uh, finally, I get a chance to share one. And, you know, um, I. <laughs> Hopefully, it's less awkward than all of mine that I've been sharing. <laughs> the, a lot of um, people have made uh, light of a lot of things that Nikki has said in terms Griffin Dunn, who's the actor, and how he portrayed why he was not upset about throwing that chair. And throwing his chair was actually good and it changed his life. And, um,. You know, I've done some things in my life that I'm not quite proud of, um, and it was because I was sick. It was because I had uh, very serious depression, and it's hard to um, accept that, and it's hard to put your brain around it. I still struggle with it to this day. Uh, I've done things that I'm not proud of in terms of work and family and um, just, you know, when you're when you are depressed, literally your whole world is depressed and you make mistakes and you say stupid things and you do stupid things and um, it just tears you apart. And, you know, it's not, it's not that, you know, what you're doing is wrong, but you there's a part of you that knows it's wrong and there's a part of you that says, screw it, that's what I'm going to do. So when Nikki said, I don't regret those things, I don't feel sorry, you know, the funny thing is, is neither do I. I mean, I do on some level, um, but I don't either because the choices that I've made have led me to exactly where I am. I have a beautiful bride. I have two healthy kids. I have a we have a podcast company like we're here talking to <laughs> people live and Tens of thousands of people are listening to us on a, on a daily basis. All of the choices that I've made, even the ones that I'm not proud of, have put me here. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like knowing that that's a part of me. Yeah. And I get to learn from the mistakes that I've made. And it's put me in a place where my life is where, it, where it's at. And I couldn't be any more thankful for that. Ready to get into the show, my love? I am. Let's do it. Well, before we get into the rest of this episode, actually, yeah. we do got to say, check us out on Mary and Blake uh, on, on maryandblake.com or on Facebook 
Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of us there. And thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Thank you for all of the reviews that you guys are are putting through. You make our day when we mm-hmm. see them. And it is very exciting to read it. I, I, I'm not going to say I check the feed on a daily basis, but it may be a buy every other day basis. Uh, th- that may or may not be the truth. So that's that. So thank you guys very much for being a part of our group here and being a part of our lives, being a part of everything that we're doing with Mary and Blake. Part of our clan. Part of the clan, baby. Part of the Mary and Blake clan. Well, this episode was entitled Sorry, and sorry on multiple levels here. It, it, it applies to pretty much every character that we witnessed in this episode, almost every one of them. Every one of them is sorry for some something, something or some specific reason, and we can get into that and what's what's happening here later on in the episode. But I really liked; they've been very good with the episode titles as of late. They have, and they're like the, Michael Giacchino level good. Oh yes! For, <laughs> for those of you who know who know Michael Michael Giacchino, he he's is, a film composer, yes. TV composer, yeah. And he makes these great, one of our like the, one of the, these. Every he challenges like his team to come up with the best puns for all of mm. his song titles. It's not just like Obi Wan fights Anakin. It's you know like it's just like a, a very cool wordplay yeah. on certain things that you already know. One of my favorite ones is the is from Star Trek, the Kronos Wartet. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. Anyway, the director was Re- Rebecca Asher. And she has directed uh, not only this episode, sorry, but she's directed that episode, Katie Girls, and one of our favorites too, This Big, Amazing, Beautiful Life. So she directed that episode. And the writer was Elin Mastai. So this person is uh, really actually a film writer for the most part. Uh, you would know, actually, my love, you would know him for that movie, What If, the one with Daniel Radcliffe. Where his oh yeah yeah he wrote that in film okay cool and uh, he wrote another film called Mountain Men and he also wrote a film called The Samaritan uh, but this is his only episode of This Is Us and it's sorry so that is that my love what do you got for your lemonade rating enough of me five. talking I've been talking a big old too much. five it's here <laughs> it is here uh, there were like a couple of things that I didn't love but this this whole episode. First off, there was no buffering problems. Um, we fixed the internet. We fixed the internet. Things have been great, uh, but this episode was just phenomenal, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, are you going to give full horses on this one? Oh, f- full out, like, giddy up. <laughs> yep, we got a horse, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We got a horse. No more ponies. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot of people have asked us what the heck the horses versus ponies thing is. And it's a sports term, really, uh, that, you know, if you if you had Tom Brady... Okay. And you figured, okay, I could trade Tom Brady and get like, you know, 15 other guys. And you would think that those 15 other guys would make up for the value of Tom Brady. Nope. No. No. 15, 15 guys does not make up for one Tom Brady. You meaning, could get 15 Mary Larsons <laughs> playing football. Not a good sight. Meaning, I want a horse like Tom Brady, not a bunch of ponies like the 15 guys. So you can give me a bunch of pony episodes. It doesn't make up for the one good horse episode. And here we are. And this is the horse episode. Here we go. This, this is we, the, so I mean, far, this whole season has been very good. Uh, yes, it has. Uh, I was the, so scared after episode one. 
the past, I know. The, <laughs> the, the first episode was a little scary. It was because you were just in the middle of And you know nothing. that everybody on the creative team was like, all right, let's see how this goes. We're taking a chance. Yeah. Well done. No, well no, done. And, and you know what? You got to take risks. You got to take risks. Yeah. If you don't, then you're just stuck. And who, no, nobody wants to be stuck. Right. So we got our writer. Uh, so we got our director. Yeah. You got your lemonade write, rating. And yeah. so I got to give my lemonade rating. Okay. And I'm going to uh, concur with you, Mary, yes. that this is yes. it's a horse, baby. This is the second horse of the season. And I'm giving it a 4.9. I really liked this episode. Okay. I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, you did. Uh, it, it it continues the path that we've taken mm-hmm. throughout this whole season, meaning that it takes the flashbacks and builds on the flashbacks linearly. It builds on the current story linearly, and it gives us this emotional through line once again that can can latch all of these episodes together it's the one anchor portion and that is how everybody is sorry how how they're making mistakes do you hate that word do i I love that word but i have a love-hate relationship with the word sorry yeah it's it's kevin was right man yeah it's one of those words that like it makes everything better when you're a kid and then when you're adult just don't work anymore yep it's true he is right oh i mean i think that it works it, like yeah, well, it depends on it depends on the. There are some people who really could fix a lot if they said they were sorry. Yes. Like, there are some people that you never hear say sorry, and you're like, "This would fix." <laughs> that may or may not relate to at least one person in our life. <laughs> yeah, this would fix a lot. <laughs> yes, and I guess it's how much you say sorry. I suppose if it's just one of those things I'd that's say constantly sorry too happening. Often. Um, no, I don't think so. You don't say sorry to me enough. <laughs> Maybe to other people. When I was hit by a car when I was a kid, yeah. and I was like delirious in pain, I just kept saying I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that would make sense because you think you feel like you're putting everybody out. You know? Well, I walked in the middle of the road. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> Hashtag not the smartest choice. Oh man! All right, so what do you got for your GBG on this episode? Okay, my so love? my good for this episode is um my feelings. Like, I love having such a wide variety of feelings in an episode of This Is Us. Um, You know, it's quite amazing that an hour-long show broken up with so many commercials Mm -hmm. can still make you feel so many things um, and that you can be laughing and crying. And when you can see yourself in multiple scenarios or in multiple people's shoes in This Is Us, you know you did done good. So I know it's not like a particular person or incident but just the fact that I had so many feelings and I felt so connected in this episode was my good. My bad however is there's too many things going on at once <laughs> yep. um, that I don't care for Kate in this episode uh, you know? and I know I'm supposed to okay because she's part of the big three but I especially don't care for teenage Kate in this episode and I'm just like well teenage Kate was a flash in the pan she was in and out but but why? Why in this episode? Aside from just to be like, don't forget, weird things go down with her boyfriend when she's a teenager. Well, like, that's it just exactly felt, what it is. Yeah, but it just fell out of place in this episode that was so much in the present tense. So I didn't like it. Like I, I'm cool with present tense Kate being in this episode. But past tense Kate just felt like we're just going to throw this in because you need past tense Randall. Mm-hmm. 
and you needed that interaction with him and um, Rebecca, the yep. little R&R and everything going on with there. But the Kate thing was so obvious mm-hmm. that it stuck out. It was, yeah. it was like, you know when you take a book and you really shouldn't, but you earmark it and you're like, I know I shouldn't be folding this edge, like dog market. Sure. But I'm going to, just so I remember. It was like the writer said, just in case any of you missed the memo, mm-hmm. Things this are is happening. not a healthy relationship. Yeah, this ep- this episode, I think, was pretty on the nose on a couple of things, which was why I can't give it a five rating. Mm-hmm. What it did for me emotionally is why I'm giving it the horse uh, moniker. But Yeah, I will. I will be cool with Flashback Kate if... Whatever happened to her in the past somewhat relates to what happens to her in the future. So if like Kate in the past was um, like sexually abused by this guy Mm -hmm. and if her neighbor does this or if she and Toby have some communication issue that triggers her into it being like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. like if it's non, if she has non-consensual sex with ex-boyfriend from her past, and if something happens with Toby, and it's not not consensual, you know what I mean? Something. Sure. But if 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 there's a connection, I'm gonna be okay with this part being in here. But right now, it just felt so obviously dormant. All right, dormant. what do you got for your grade? Sorry, um, spending too much time on my bad. And the stickiness and the realness of this show is my great. Okay, what do you mean? Um. This wasn't a happy episode at all. Like you're sitting there and you're seeing Rebecca just fade. Her memory is fading. You're seeing Mm. all the awkwardness that's going on with Randall. You're seeing the transition of two adults and how this parent-child situation is starting to have this flip-flop. Very awkward, very real. Uh, The situation with Kevin, when you beat yourself up so much because you just don't know what to do that you actually go and have yourself harmed. Sure. Very real. Um, whether you're physically having yourself harmed or you just trash yourself in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very real. The fact that baby milestones happen all the flipping time, not in front of both parents. Um, and how awkward and sad that is for the person who does get to witness it. And do you tell the other person? Like, this happens all the time at daycare. Like, sure. daycare people are like, oh, no, sure, they haven't walked. Sure. The kids have been, like, doing five miles every day. Just the realness of this show, and in particular, this episode, the fact that it was so awkward, it was so sticky, it was so difficult, Um but so real. Right. And I love it. How about you? All right. Uh, my good. Uh, oh, man. You know, this show does a lot of great things. And if you recall, the great for me last episode was how Kay, how my girl Kay, she took a feeling and gave you a visual representation of it, which was Deja driving through Philadelphia with her mother and her grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of how that translates to Malik. The same thing happens here in this episode with Jack and Kevin. How when Kevin is looking at Uncle Nicky and he's talking, Jack is edited in at certain points. It's like he is looking at Nicky as though he is the father figure that he has missed. It's that feeling, that deep familial connection that Kevin is having all the shaman. Oh my All god! The shaman was used to wipe my tears. So much shaman. Every every, t- every single shaman that ever was. I mean, that's the thing. Like, 
Nikki, if you if you're thinking along realistically, what would have happened? Nikki would probably look a lot like Jack. Sure. If Jack was this old. Yep. They obviously would have mannerisms and sayings that were said to them by their dad, you know? Yep. Oh, every time it turned out to be Jack, like in oh. Kevin's mind, both Blake and I were like, waterworks. I, I know. And I really liked that. I just thought that was fantastic because you immediately know what Kevin is feeling. You immediately, because you as a viewer, when you see Jack and you, you as a viewer have that connection do with Jack. Do you ever Jack. see that in anyone? Like, do so for those of you who don't know, Blake lost his mom when he was 18. Like, do you ever see, whether it's your siblings or aunts or uncles, that like, it's creepy and you're like, whoa, that reminded me of my mom. No. Uh, it actually happens with you quite often. Because she and I talk. I, I know. <laughs> don't mean to connect with the dead, but I do. No joke. Uh, yeah, that, that's there's no hyperbole there, no, ladies and gentlemen. No, I wish I was joking. Uh, there is no hyperbole there. <laughs> Mary has made some con- odd connections <laughs> in this world, uh, and that's the truth. Uh, no, it doesn't happen quite often with my family. My mother was pretty singular. Uh, uh, she <laughs> she was a singular woman, so there's not much okay. and not many people yeah. like her. Uh, but you are, uh, oddly enough. Um, Probably why so, you chose me. But just that feeling that you get when you see Jack as, well, you, when you see Nikki as Jack in the guise of Kevin, one of the things that I think I wish they had kind of done is when Kevin is talking to Nikki at some point, Nikki saw Jack too, but just in a different oh. way. Oh, well, that would have been that Nikki awesome. was Jack's little brother, and during this whole episode, Nikki is the older, more mature figure to Kevin. You I know just, what I mean? It was yep. never flipped. Like, yep. And at least in what we've seen, Jack's never come to Nikki for help. Jack's never messed up in front of Nikki. Right, but there's also a part where Kevin has taken care of Nikki. Kevin has looked after him and said things to help motivate him and and do what I kind of wish that we had seen that in this episode. That would have been very interesting. Mm-hmm. That would have been because 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 again it shows you the kind of deep familial connection between the two. Yeah. That that is that's being had. All right, but my bad. My bad was um <laughs> they went a little heavy with Rebecca in this episode in terms of forgetting and it it was it was on the nose. It was on the I don't nose. Think so. Oh, I do. Like and there was that moment at first when we like she forgot her phone or something. I pointed out to him, like, oh, there's there's a clue. Like the congressman, the thing. congressman thing. Yeah, that's what it was. When she says, "Oh, my 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 son, the congressman." No, but you said it like, "Oh, that's foreshadowing." Like that's what gonna, Randall's going to do next. No, no, I didn't. I said, "Oh, oh that's a clue. That's a clue oh, for okay. for Rebecca." Meant, okay, all right. And I said, "Oh, wow, that's really cool that they did that." And then all of a sudden, it turned into the phone missing thing and her taking pictures of everything. I just kind of wish. They stuck with just a reference. Well, listen here and there with their whole like coming up next week on This Is Us. They couldn't oh, go from Rebecca taking pictures to showing us that Rebecca's lost in a park without getting a little further. They they obviously had to push the fast forward button in this episode to make it drastically clear for anyone who wasn't picking up. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. Connecting the dots. So it was a little on the nose, and and part of that, I was fine with it. Part of that for me was when Rebecca was trying to find her phone, and they were in the office. 
there is this thing called ADR. And ADR is the automated dialogue. You know this stuff. It's because I am Batman. No. <laughs> There's, it's called automated dialogue replacement, which is when, like, let's say we are in the middle of shooting a scene right now. Okay. And we're talking, and all of a sudden, a plane flies overhead. Okay. And all the dialogue is ruined. Oh. And then you're like, well, you're in the editing process. You're like, I, I like what we got, but I can't use the audio because okay. it sucks. There's a plane flying overhead. So what they do is they bring all the people back and they put them in a studio and they record the dialogue, much like how we're recording a podcast right now. And they take that dialogue and they insert it into uh, an episode of television or film or whatever. Someone who, a show who was famous for doing this was Arrested Development. What they would do is they would write a bunch of jokes, they would, they would film them, and they were like, oh yeah, that didn't work. All right, we'll go back into the studio, redo okay. the joke, and we'll re-say it. So there's this por- por- portion in when she's trying to find the phone, they did a whole bunch of ADR. And how do I know they did ADR? Because the sound was totally off. You could tell that she was in a studio <laughs> saying, I lost my phone! It needs to be here! <laughs> like... It sounded so off. It sounded. Didn't did it sound, still sound like old Rebecca, or did it sound no, it like did, Rapunzel? Like, it, no, it didn't sound like <laughs> Rapunzel. But you could tell, like, when we're recording this podcast, right? Yes. The, if if we're silent for one second, okay. Yeah. If you're listening, you'll probably hear what's called room tone. Oh my gosh. There's room I'm like tone. So into this. No, well, I'm I just I'm trying it. to so explain. So you're saying it. that the tone, the tone of the the tone of her speech. Yeah. That's room tone. Okay. So the room tone of her speech is totally different from the way that it is when it's actually being filmed. Okay. And you can tell if like it's a little bit more clear or or a little bit softer or the voice is different. Like, dep- yeah. It all depends. Right. I get you. So the the ADR was way off for me. Okay. Uh the great for me though, and say it with me now, okay. is book ending. Book ending. Oh my goodness gracious. I have to give it this. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, oh, oh. Makes me want to shout. Oh, my goodness gracious. I swear they write this show just for me. I swear they they do. Oh, everyone with their, their, you know, mead notebooks. Yes. What would Blake like? Absolutely. Absolutely. Blake loves. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it was amazing. And and bookending on a number of different ways, whether it was the montage with the bed making or Kevin with the parachute with the with the sheet oh and remembering back on Jack and the way that it begins. Uh, with with Jack saying, "Oh, you're you're my boy," and and, and the the parachute and having that whole thing trans like go throughout the episode. Uh, having that thread throughout the episode was just friggin' awesome. You know what I was pissed off about? Jack and Rebecca have so much more fun making their bed than we do. Oh, God, Because yes. we wait until we're going to bed to make it. Jack and Rebecca, it's like they're doing it at 10 o'clock on a Sunday or something. And Blake and I are like, oh, we forgot the clean laundry downstairs. <laughs> and one of us trudges down and gets it. The other one's like, do we need to sleep on sheets? I'm <laughs> Can so, we just put a blanket down? I'm so tired. <laughs> I was like, look at them. They're so like jovial. and yeah, like." No, that was no. miserable. That's probably the, the one thing that Rebecca and Jack do that I was like, nope, that ain't real. Not real. Nobody's that happy. Nobody's that like talkative. Who changes their sheets that early in the day? Nobody. Happy? It's crazy talk. Well, probably 
probably normal people do. Yeah. <laughs> people who are adults. <laughs> Not us. Are you ready for okay. some big three yes, feedback? I am. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! Catherine Henry also gave this episode five lemonade. She says that her good is the interposition of Jack and Nikki speaking to Kevin, first chastising him and later praising him. Just had me in tears. You and us all, Catherine. Catherine's bad was Beth being so obvious about supervising, not supervising Deja Malik seemed really clunky. I'm not going to lie, Catherine. That's how I'm going to be. No joke. I was watching her and I was like, that is teacher Mary. Like when I was teaching, that's mm-hmm. completely how it'd be. You're going to be right there. I'm going to be right here. Like right. That, that's 100%, 100% how I'm going to be as a parent uh, in about 10 years. Uh, um, not, ready for, not ready for that. And uh, Catherine's great is the making of the bed sequence at the beginning really wove the different timelines together and using it as a thread throughout the episode was brilliant. Kevin hiding under the covers and later Randall comforting. Rebecca as they make the bed. Really rich stuff. Yep. Tia Die Crystal Lyle on Facebook. That is a name. I must I think that must be two people in one profile. Yeah, sometimes people do that where they like share their profile with a partner. Yep. Um they say, not sure how hot this take is, but Nikki for Pilgrim Rick <gasps> oh this gosh. year. Oh my gosh. Bam. <laughs> A winner! Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Whether or not that comes true, I don't know. Stop he doesn't even it. Stop know. banging mics, Mary. I'm so excited, but he doesn't even know. He hasn't seen Jack. They did Pilgrim Rick when the kids were already like, That's right. you know, what, 10 years old or something. So he doesn't even know what. Oh, no. He, he can't. doesn't know about Police Academy 3. Oh, my gosh. Kevin has so much catching up to do on their road trip. Oh, oh my God. I can't wait for that. Do you think. All right. All right. All right. We're getting so verklempt. <laughs> we get we have to come up with a power ranking for for Pilgrim Rick. What do you mean? A power ranking. Like Can who? we do it at the end? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Add, right. add that in the little show notes. I'll All get right. Abby. That- Abby Laura says, I finished that episode thinking, definitely a horse. <laughs> Five lemonades for me. Loving the Kevin storyline. Abby's good is Randall speaking up for Rebecca in an interview. I'm a single mom, although I'm not sure my four-year-old would help at a job interview. And it just gave me all the feels. Abby's bad is it's kind of a broader bad. I don't care at all about what's happening to Kate right now. Her storyline isn't grabbing me at all. Abby, you're not alone. Um, And Abby's great is Jack. That is all I love and expect out of the show. The first one almost made me gasp when it was suddenly Jack's voice instead of Nikki. So beautifully executed. And her hot take is Cassidy is absolutely pregnant. That was tied. I don't know what she said. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Okay. but, but, But whatever. Cassidy is absolutely pregnant. That's her hot take. Yeah, I'm going to go there too. Whether or not she sticks around is an entirely different situation. Oh my God, you know it'd be so awkward. But there's no way that if she If after could... dinner she goes home and has sex with her husband and then it's like Mama Mia. Mama Mia, <laughs> who's your daddy? Dude, that movie was great. You know my favorite thing? I've talked about Mama Mia with my Wicked Roadie co-host Ben. Yep. And he was like, oh, you know, go take your kids to this family-friendly show. It's great. And I was like, it's the music's great. I don't know if you want to take kids to it. He's like, why? What do you mean? I was like, this woman had sex with three different men during her ovulation cycle because she doesn't know. (laughs) She's just flipping a coin. (laughs) I was like, oh, never mind. But you know, when they made that film, I feel like the entire cast, all they did was just drink. They were, they're in Greece and all they do was just get hammered and make a movie. Anyway. If you think about it in those terms, go back and watch it. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Okay. Um, So Abby brought up, brought up Kate and I kind of want to delve into this a little bit. So we can be done with it. I want to be done with it. I just want it over with. Okay, me you don't, too. You don't like Kate. This 
It's not that this I episode, don't well, like the, th- the things that are happening that you don't care. Line. I don't care. The funny thing is, is that I don't think that this is unique to this season. I don't. The first two seasons, I really didn't care what happened with Kate. I really didn't. I mean, let's be real. Do we ever really care? You know when we care about Kate? We like eyeliner Kate. And we like little kid Kate. And I like pregnant Kate. For the yeah. most part. Because you were worried about whether or not the baby was I liked dating Kate. Dating Toby? Uh, no, Probably I think you I liked, liked Toby. Toby. You yeah. liked Toby. You didn't like Kate. You know what sucks, though? I just feel like Kate is like all new moms. You know, like you're just kind of boring. You're sitting in your leggings. You're <laughs> Sorry, I'm not you... boring. Yeah, like you're peeing yourself when you laugh or cough. And you're like, all I do, like just like she said, all I do is feed, change diapers. Like, it's not Kate's fault she's boring right now. Yep. It's not at all her fault. I mean, that's why they gave her, like, a honestly, a blind baby, because she's, like, a, a new stay-at-home mom. She's got, like, a very monotonous life going on right now. Yeah. But something simmering. Something simmering. Absolutely. How spicy do you want them to make it? Do you want it to be like, we don't work anymore, Kate? Or do you want it to be spicy? Um, hmm, that's a good question. And the spice, that's why I'm wondering if something that has happened in her past. Are we talking like nuclear spicy or are we talking like oh, Wendy's chicken sandwich spicy? Oh, I'm talking like she goes all in with, with her neighbor. So we're going nuclear spicy. Like, can you feel this? <laughs> nuclear. That's what she said. <laughs> Okay, so like I don't know if they're going that far. I don't know if it's no. Gonna I don't think some... that's going to happen. Okay, I don't good. Think that's gonna happen. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be just emotional, um, an emotional affair. I don't know if something, as I said, if something from her past mirrors something in the present, um, or if it's just going to be like Toby and Kate, we don't work anymore. I think what's going to happen here's a hot, which is take very for real, you. which is so real. Like that's the thing is like how many people do you know get divorced after they have a kid, especially like literally the. I know this. My many of you don't know this. My sister is severely, severely handicapped. She um was born healthy, and three weeks after she was born, she ended up um she had a oh, gosh, what is it um. Uh, a virus? Yeah, she no, she had the what is it? The, what is the herpes virus? virus? Yes, the herpes virus. Um, like you know the one that they're like, when a million people will get this, and that's why you're not supposed to kiss babies because the herpes virus can like go and like bury itself in a, someone's brain, a baby's brain, instead of just giving you cold sores or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why my sister, it, someone like who knows what happened, but my sister ended up getting the virus, uh, and it like got lodged in her brain. It's not like the STI or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just. You know what it is, what it is, and she ended up going in a coma and was and is now severely handicapped. She has like the physical abilities of a one and a half year old, yep. possibly one and a half, one year old baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's older than me. So statistically, um, when parents have a child with a, some kind of a disability, the statistics are against them. Just that in general sure. for their marriage to stay alive. Absolutely. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think as we talked about in previous episodes. Toby is already in line for depression. He's already been cheated on. So he's already thinking, like he he already has that perspective, like I know what cheating looks like. Yep. And he is going to see Do you think he's going to cheat? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. Um I think he's going to see the interactions between Kate and the Neva. Yep. And be like what what are we doing here? What what are we doing? And he's going to think that there's an affair going on. Right. Okay. 
Right. And I, I have a hot take about it. I'm okay. not going to say it now. We're going to say nuclear. it later. Not nuclear. Not nuclear. This is more like, this is more Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Okay. 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 So it's a little bit more reasonable than, hey, can you feel this? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, people I, driving with children in the car. And I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think that the neighbor's wrong and I don't think he's doing anything bad. I, don't, I think he this seems like a nice guy. This is where it guy. stinks. This is where it stinks when you have like a genuine friendship with someone who could possibly be like of the opposite gender or like could dig your gender Mm -hmm. you know what i mean this is when it gets tough when you're like hi i'm a grown adult male and i'm a grown grown adult adult female female, and we can still be friends right right and so i don't think that's an issue between them i don't think there will be an issue between them i think it will be how is this relationship interpreted by Toby. How do you I feel about the neighbor? What's his name again? Gregory. Okay. Gregory. Uh, you know. He, Wait, hold up. What? Does he go by Gregory? <laughs> I think so. Okay. We don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, I don't think, you know. Gregory. I, yeah, I know. Like he says, hi, my name's Gregory. Hi, I'm Gregory. All right. For reals? Down. Calm down. Wait. <laughs> who, said, who goes, who do we know that actually goes by Gregory? That Nobody. is like a very formal name. Nobody. I don't know a single person. I know a few Gregs. I don't know. I don't know how, if they go by Gregory. No, I mean, I, I know they don't go by Gregory. That's like standoffish, in my opinion. I'm Gregory. Like that's what it feels like. What is that even supposed to mean? What is like, your inflection supposed to mean? Like it's like a professor, like an angry professor. Oh, that, I was that would just be taking me. it as like, yeah, I don't. Gregory, interesting choice. <laughs> Call interesting me choice Gregory. Doctor wow. <laughs> Gregory. Gregory. I wonder what his middle name is. Granted, this is a fictional character, but I'm very interested in his name. <laughs> um, Gregory. So I just doesn't flow. Let's talk about the boyfriend real quick. Whose boyfriend? Kate's boyfriend back in the day. What's his real name? I forget. It. I think his name's Mark. Yeah, it's Mark. Mark. Mark with a C. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I, of of course. course, your name's Mark with a C. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. I'm not in on the boyfriend. and I don't think you're supposed to be. No, I know. I know. Very he, astute. He, he walked in there. He's calling Randall Randy. He's call, First of all, he's calling Rebecca Rebecca. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't do that. Can't be doing that. Not when you're like 15 years old. Kid. You don't even call my mom anything. Nope. I don't. Because you feel so I uncomfortable still, with I the I still name call your dad Mr. Earl. Yes, you do. I, I just, I, I won't call him anything else. Yep. When that happened, like the Randy thing I can deal with. The going in the fridge thing, getting food thing. I can deal with that because that may that may just be the the relationship. That's fine. That Mark is getting food. Yeah, that's fine. That happens. I ate out of so many people's fridges. <laughs> but him calling her Rebecca to, to her face. No, you can't just walk into somebody's house and just open their fridge and take the Sunny D. What are you nuts? <laughs> What are we talking about? What if their parents used you to can't, say? You can't move the purple stuff. Everyone used to say, make yourself at home, Mary. Nobody <laughs> wants you to do it. Oh, I would. <laughs> My parents used to go on weird diets. Like, of course. Like cabbage soup diet. When people would tell me, make yourself at home, I was like, sweet, where are the yep. Pop-Tarts? Where <laughs> do you keep your microwave? <laughs> what was the other one that they made that they made you do? The the one Lentils. Was, lentils. <laughs> Please. We, we had cabbage soup for like weeks and then my mom went through a big lentil phase and she made like lentil burgers and lentil soups and one day I got to stay over at my godfather's house and I was so excited because the last time I stayed over there he took me out for milkshakes and my mom had gifted everyone like lentil soup mix for Christmas you know how people make like Christmas cookie mix in a jar well my mom did it for lentil soup so you want to know what my godfather made me lentil soup because he thought I liked it oh that's gross I thought I finally had one day of freedom so one of the things that happens is that 
that Kate comes out and takes a banana. She takes a banana and she goes, oh, no, I'll have this. Part of me thinks that she wants to just lose weight for her boyfriend. But the other part of me, the cynical part of me, thinks that the boyfriend's making her do it. Yes. That he's he's insisting that she eat healthily and that she lose the weight because that's what he wants. Yes. And I've when my first relationship it was it was something similar where it was like you, you it's your first relationship and you just want to impress and you want to do the right thing. What? I, okay. What? <laughs> no. I guess so. No, and you just and and that person kind of runs your life. No. But yeah. Maybe. What, what I'm saying is like that can happen. Okay. Like, oh, like the puppy love. Yeah, that person can run your life. And it depends on I just how, think that's a toxic relationship. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Sorry it depends that you on how, went through that. It depends on how far it goes. Like eventually I caught on was like, nope, not dealing with this. I do. I see it as she's choosing because her family questions her. Her family is the one that's like, hey, whoa, what's going on? Eat some more. So to the, me, that made it seem like this isn't the norm for Kate. Like Kate would grab the banana, maybe some graham crackers, maybe a little, you know, Pop Tart. Ferrero Rocher. Guess it was being advertised when we were watching it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I feel like it was 100% led to believe that this is because of the boyfriend's right, bad right. influence. And this, again, I think is probably one of the reasons why she ends up becoming who she is. Because he messes her up so much that she just says, I'm going to eat whatever I want. And then all of a sudden it gets out of control. Yes. That's that's a hot take. Well, it's not a hot, that's not like a flaming hot take. That's like a... That's like a, a lukewarm take. I mean, it's a lower SAT hot take. Let's be <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be done with this. I feel so bad. I've definitely brought it up multiple times in this podcast. No, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Just you keep keep throwing bombs. It's okay. Okay. I got lower SATs. It, it happens. It's okay. You're a brilliant man. I got an 1100. You got like a, a 15 whatever. I don't know what you got. It's okay. We're in the same place right now. We do the same job now. That, that's right. SATs mean nothing. So while we're here in the past with teenage Kate, let's just talk about the relationship between. Okay, good. Can Re- we move on? From Rebecca her? and Randall. Rebecca and Randall. The thing that stands out to me is the fact that she keeps telling teenage Randall, "You're the kid. I'm the adult. You don't got to take care of me." Yet at the same time, she's breaking down and saying, "I can't believe I'm at an entry level job," and Randall is getting her a job. I just it that is not a good way to have a relationship for a mother and a son. Wouldn't you? Do you agree with that, or do you disagree? I disagree, but we come from very different families. Well, why do you disagree? Well. I think that once you are legally an adult um, and you are able to make these kind of choices and if your family needs you, you step on up. I think that we have made um, children out of our adults in society and we don't see them as equals as soon as we actually should be. And Mm -hmm. especially if they are proving themselves to be mature, responsible people like Randall has done. Randall has stepped it up. Like if we were in the 1500s, Randall would already be married, having his own flipping family by now. He wouldn't be seen as a child. You know what I mean? Like this Mm -hmm. is a strong, brilliant man who is seeing his mother need his help. So he has stepped up. He stayed home. He's helping her get a job. Fixing dishwashes. Yeah. And I think that um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how we do as parents when our kids do 
get to that age, but mm-hmm. I know myself when I left the house, I was expected to leave the house and go on my own way. And I, uh, I don't know if it was right, but I saw my parents more as equals and more as humans, mm-hmm. um, as wonderful, but also flawed as they are. Sure. And, um, I think that what Randall does that's interesting as a child though, is he like kind of secretly hides it from his mom. You know what I mean? Like he's fixing things behind the scene sure. rather than saying, you know, I mean, well, when she asks him, he does tell her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And he's also fixing the dishwasher right in front of her. Yeah. But for the most, but you're right. I mean, he's behind the scenes. He's getting her that job. Yes. Because she needs it. Number one, like fiscally. Yes. But emotionally she needs it. She needs to move on. And like, I think this is what Jack would have expected of his son was to man up. He's what? 18, 19, And he would have expected, this is what you do. You take care of your mom. Do you get the sense that, and and I don't think this is a bad thing. I just think that this is something that needs to be acknowledged, which is, do you get the sense that Rebecca is just codependent? Like she was codependent with Jack. uh, And before she met Jack, she was probably codependent on her parents. And now that she doesn't have Jack, she's relying on Randall to fill that codependency. Well, Maggie. And now, and then later on, she's got Miggy. She already got Miggy. We were already seeing that Miggy was like answering her question, or you know, her sentences and stuff during the waiting room episode. Right. Yeah. No. It's that's that's a huge part of who Rebecca is. Um. At least is what the show has shown us. Yes. You know, she's she's still she's an amazing mother. She's an amazing wife. She's a dynamic person, but she's definitely someone who tends to be very codependent. Sure. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's just, it, it, again, it, it is what it is. But you're right. Probably no one sat down with her and was like, honey, you, you lean on people and that's okay, but you lean on people. And right now you're, you need to lean on Randall and, or whatever. And nothing more says this and shows this than in this spectacular visual storytelling of making the bed. Making the bed the way that they were with Jack as he when they were younger to when they were older to when Rebecca is alone and um oh, it was beautiful i mean it was sad and how it kept going back to it throughout the whole episode and then notice at the end at the end she's making the bed again and she's making the bed with when Randall walks into the room she's doing it all by herself Doing it 100% by herself and she's making it work. She's doing it. Just that that from the beginning to the end moment and that transition and how it all has gone down. Uh, exquisite visual I storytelling. I agree. Just, just really great stuff. I agree. Really great stuff. Having said that, what, where the heck did Miggy go? Where did Miggy Stardust go? Like he showed up at the end. He came in, yeah, he had his train, so he had to come in late. Yeah, he came in late. Yeah. He walked in, and then Randall goes upstairs to talk to Rebecca. What do you do after you have a three-hour train ride? I don't know. You go to the bathroom? That's where Mickey is. Well, maybe. You, he's not, he's not, you know, going on to the loo on that train so everyone can smell his business. Mm -hmm. You know, he went, (laughs) he he went to the back bathroom near the, like, mud door at the back of their house, the poop bathroom. Yep. And he said, hi, hi, granddaughters. Poop bathroom. <laughs> I'll see you in a little bit. Grandpa's, grandpa's got to go. Peggy, I'll be right over there. Yeah. That's where Mickey went. Don't worry about him. Um, that was like, what, 10 minutes? Uh, she goes upstairs yeah, making maybe. her bed. No, I'm just saying. Where the hell did he go? Oh, he, probably need, he probably went to the bathroom and had a snack. 
<laughs> Wait, he had a snack in the bathroom? No, went to the bathroom, washed his hands, and had a snack. And then had a snack. Okay. And then has sat down and said, cool, who's Pilgrim Rick? That's what he's doing. He's sitting down right now with Annie, and he's like, who do we think should be Pilgrim Rick, and where did you guys store the inflatables? Yeah. <laughs> the lawn on We have to get them up. We have to get them up now. <laughs> let's do it. The, let's do before Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, Randall calling Rebecca out. Where are you with that? I feel like that's an absolute Mary Lawson move. I did it as soon as I turned 18. Uh, of course you did. Tell me the story. I don't know. I don't know the story. I do it too frequently. <laughs> you just... <laughs> you... I'm an adult now, so I'm going to give you my opinion on the situation. Yeah. yeah no, not doesn't go over that well. Is Randall warranted in doing what he's doing? Yeah. Because you just care. Checking, checking in on her. Because you care. Right. And it's difficult because this is new waters. Um, you know, in case you guys can't tell, like, I am very open and honest with my family. <laughs> like, when I called my brother, who's ignored me oh, for two yeah. months, <laughs> and I just said, like, hey, hope everything's okay. You've ignored me for two months. So either you're mad at me or you're just being you. <laughs> like, I was like, did you really say that? And I was she, like, yes. She did say that. Yeah. She did say um, that. Yeah. No, I I think that Randall did it in a very kind manner, you know, saying, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I want you to be taken care of. And then, yeah, when he said, well, you know, I've kind of been helping you out all this time. Like, I would have totally said that. Sadly. But yes. it's so true. But then Rebecca was like, oh, no, you said enough. I need to take a nap. Like, okay, this this is just further evidence that Rebecca. But Randall takes it a little too far, though. I mean, it's like it's it's like, oh, it's funny that you're saying this, that you're still you're the adult 20 years later after. And then he stops himself. Like, I I feel like that was an actual natural conversation for for those two. Where it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like where it's like, yeah, well, you're saying this now. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been doing. And then he stops short. And she's like, what? I yeah, it's it's going to make for an awkward dinner, more than likely. Probably no more than awkward than when Randall found out that <laughs> Rebecca was keeping William away from her on Thanksgiving. Do you think Rebecca overreacted? Absolutely. And, and that's what the dead giveaway to. is. That's what the dead yeah. giveaway is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, part of me doesn't want them to go all in this quick on the... Well, you saw the coming up next week. I know, she's just <laughs> looking around. That was, whoever chooses, like... Guys, what should we show in the preview? That was a terrible choice. I just need to vent because that was a a really terrible choice to show Rebecca lost in the flipping park, you know, not having the phone. I mean, it was so obvious in this episode. Yeah, they're they're banging you over the head with it. It's like, let that be a surprise for next week. Right. Because now we're all going to be like, oh, yeah, this is the week Rebecca gets lost. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think it was a very poor thing to do. It was, yeah, hitting over the head. Poor, whoever, I don't know whose job it is. Probably <laughs> the, some the guy named Gregory. Yeah. It's probably Gregory's job. That's a Gregory job right there. Bam! Just like that. You know what we should do? We should totally, for the Thanksgiving preview, show Rebecca lost. It's going to blow people's minds. Oh, well, Gregory, you know, I think everyone's kind of getting the drift. It, no, it's be like, Greg, no, 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 it's Gregory. It's Gregory? I think everyone's going to figure it out, Greg, that like that she's kind of like not really I just it. said it was Gregory. Okay. And then they just give up. They're, They're like, like fine. okay, fine, Gregory. Fine, you know, whatever do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. It's five o'clock. Let's just give him what he wants. Freaking Gregory. <laughs> I got to catch the train home. Then I got to yeah. go to the poop bathroom. I got too many things to do. 
just terrible, terrible coming up next week. Oh man, that was yeah, that was not. Can we great. talk about Kevin? Can we move on from like I'm? You know who I'm just sick of? <laughs> Female characters in this episode, except Asia. Oh, uh, you sick of Beth? Really? I thought Beth was Beth pretty was spectacular. Good. Beth was good. You're right. I thought she. And what she did like, she do to that popcorn? Oh my god! It looked like caramel. It, did. it was like on a. It was like on a cookie tray. You know, there's like an Outlander cookbook and a Harry Potter cookbook. I want the, I this, this I want the Beth Randall yes. cookbook. Yes. What is on that popcorn? No, Beth uh, was great. Beth and Deja were great. Um, but yeah, let's quickly talk about Deja. Um, yeah, the whole thing with Deja and wanting to see the mother. Of course, I don't think it's coincidence that the last episode they have the flashback to the mother, only for it to build up. And th- th- this is again the. Man, Dan Fogelman and his team, they know what they're doing. They're putting things in and they're building on it with each successive episode, which again is, I think, much better than what they did last season. Where does Deja Mom sleep? Yeah, how do you even have that conversation? It's not like they had that big house anymore. I mean... I, I mean, I'm sure that the house is fairly big, but like, it ain't as big as the last one. Does she get... I, is yeah, she on the couch? I don't know. Does she... Do, do they have a basement? Does she, does she sleep in the basement? You got Maggie Stardust there with, with... And then... And Kevin's coming. And Kevin just invited Nikki. They don't even know if Nikki's coming. Right. He's just going to show up. Everybody. This is this is, this is going to be a big dinner. Maybe Kevin can drive his RV. Uh, oh, that's a good one. There we go. Solved that problem, Gregory. Well, no, well his is a tag along. It's it's it, that's one of those ones that like you have to have a truck. Oh, you know he can buy a truck. Yeah, he'll just buy a truck. It's he'll, Kevin would get the one that like matches the paint color of the RV. Yeah, he would absolutely. And would. he'll probably get the one that has like the DVD player built inside, so he can show Police Academy. <laughs> um, something that happened in this episode is what we played at the beginning, which is Nikki saying, when you're sick, you got to let the people who love you help. Like, let's get to the real meat. And that, that applies to Rebecca and Randall and how she needs to be able to allow him to help her. But it really, really applies here to, to Nikki and to Kevin, but also to Cassidy. These three, they all need a little, you know, we, we talked about Rebecca being codependent. The the three the 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 three musketeers over here, Nikki, Cassidy, and and um, uh, Kevin, have pushed people away. They are the opposite of codependent. They have pushed people away constantly. All they've done is push people away. But that's also all they've wanted. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I I really like how they have how they've interlaced. The, all these characters and then play them off of each other so that you can see that, that when 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 Nikki is having this moment at, in the courtroom oh my god that was one of my favorite moments that was really good of I mean definitely of this season so far yeah uh, the other part of the other favorite part of the season so far obviously is the is the emotional tracking with Kevin and how the the episode starts where Nikki's calling him out for sleeping with yeah, with, with Cassidy. Cassidy and Jack shows up saying are you out of your mind like what kind of person are you oh, this episode was so good and then we have another reappearance of Jack later on and then the final appearance of Jack is finally saying you're a good kid you're, I'm proud of you you're a good kid <sighs> I, I I was I was outwardly just weeping just tears just it was the first time I think that I really cried this this season this is yeah this was so good. This episode was so, so good. Yeah. The Kevin, the the amount of times that we have cared about Kevin 
in this show in total when we started off being like who's this jabroni you know what i mean it's it's mind-boggling what they've done for this character right right so i really like what they're doing i really like what they're doing with nikki and how he's allowing people to help him how he's allowing to get he's allowing himself to get treatment he's allowing himself to say yeah, I, I want to go. Like, Will I want to go. Will he get a haircut for Thanksgiving? Um, I think he'll have a little bit more of a style. Yeah, he'll have a. I may not get a haircut, haircut, but he'll, he'll get, get some a little style. He gets some gel in there, probably. Ew. You know? What? Well, you don't like gel? <laughs> not with that length of hair. What do you think he's gonna do? <laughs> get like a man bun? He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna go full Wall Street. Just slick it all back. Nope. We call that the Michael Douglas okay. <laughs> or the or or the Gordon Gecko, if okay. you will. Um. Anyone else we need to talk about? I feel like we hit the major bases. Uh, Practical Magic, the film, the, you know how how they how they reference it. This and, is what you want to talk about. Yeah, I do. Okay, Griffin Dunn, the guy who plays Nikki. Yeah, he directed that film. Okay, he's well he? done. <laughs> well done. Oh man, you know uh, what else we got for this episode? Do you got anything? We got anything else? Uh, how do you feel about? Kate's reaction when baby Jack eats avocado in front of his dad for the first time. WTF, Kate. Yeah, is that something that Kate should really be freaking out about? No. I don't think so. Because didn't didn't our son walk or something like that and your dad saw it and he didn't want to tell you? Felicity did. Was it Felicity? Felicity Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he took video of it, but he was afraid to tell us. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm happy that she's walking. She'll do it for us tomorrow. Are you, are you hot on Toby for uh, going, take, doing his gym sesh instead no. of being home? Listen, he's getting endorphins. This guy is prone to depression. He's mm-hmm. feeling good about it. He's being healthy. He wants to be healthy for his kid. I don't think that it's bad. I think it's great that he's putting his health as a priority. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing that I really liked. I have to hear my notes and I called it out. Uh, and I, I just, I just, as I'm going over, I just saw it. Kevin helps Nikki with the tie, and if you oh. recall, Jack helped Kevin oh. with the tie for his prom. Whoa. And it was the same. Like I wish, Roll I just, I just wish that was when Nikki was looking at Kevin instead of Kevin. We saw Jack. But Nikki oh. would have never fixed Jack's tie. No, 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 no. If. If Kevin was Jack doing it to Nikki. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like that. Oh, like my heart races just thinking about that right now. Like if I could go back and redo that, that moment when when Kevin is fixing the tie, if that was Jack instead of Kevin, I I would have peed my pants. I literally would have peed my pants. You would have been like Kate. I would have been like, I would have been like, what's her name from the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. I would okay. have peed my Let's pants like Fergie. Let's land the plane. I would have this absolutely done getting it. down a route that I do not need. Uh, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that, that's all I got. This episode brought to you by Thinks Underwear. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Power ranking for Pilgrim Rick. Okay. All right. What do we got? Who is, we'll do the top uh, three. How long is this going? It's, we're, we're at about 50 minutes. Okay. So, uh, power ranking. We'll do it real quick. Um, we'll do the top three. Okay. Okay. Uh, for you, the top three people who are most likely to wear the Pilgrim Rick hat. Or who I for want to. Yeah, who do you want to? Start with three, then go to one. <laughs> okay. Um, and does it need to be a male? Uh, yes. <sighs> yes. Because, well, I mean, I, I technically know it doesn't have to be, but just following the, the tradition. 
Following the tradition, who's going to be Pilgrim Rick? Tradition. Tradition. Uh, Randall. Is he three or one? He's one. Oh, am I supposed to go? Yeah, it's a three to one. <gasps> okay, fine. You go first. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, three. Uh, Miggy. Uh, yeah, three, Miggy. Uh, two, Randall. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, Nikki. Okay. Oh, Desperately okay. want Nikki. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> three. Kevin. Okay. Two, Jack Jack. The newest male. No, he he can't wear the Pilgrim Rick hat. He sure can. He's in the Pilgrim Rick hat. Exactly. Exactly. They've never had a baby since Pilgrim Rick started. That would be so cute. Mm. I'm down. Just to put it on him. And then, like, they can be like, ah, Pilgrim Rick. You know, like, use him like a little ventriloquist. And then Randall just being obvious because it's his house. It's the most boring answer. (laughs) All right. uh, Ready for some in or out? Sure. All right. In or out. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right. In or out on the movie Practical Magic. Are you in or out on it? Which one was that? Was Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock. Oh, totally in. It was a good film. Yes. That was a really good film. Oh, my gosh. All right. In or out on Avocado. In. Out. You are so out. Out, out, out. The most out I've ever been on anything. I love when they make table side guac and then I eat it all because Blake doesn't eat it. Oh, God, No. I, I see the table side guac coming and I'm no, like No God, please no. I'm no. like, I'll take that. No. That's my entree. No <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Just screaming no uh, about avocado. Oh my god. Good all right. Uh in or out on supervised dates. In. Uh, as a kid I was out. As an adult, I'm in. Yeah. I was way out as a kid. I didn't really date anyone until I was very old. <sighs> <laughs> Are you going to supervise dates for our kids? Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Are you? Are we going to do the whole thing where like we go to the movies? Yep. And like they go to a movie and we go to a movie. No, I'm going to be in the same movie, but just a few hours behind them, and I'm going to tell them I'm in a different movie, but I'm really going to be seeing the same one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I could see that happening. Yep. I could see that happening. All right. In or out. Big <laughs> Thanksgiving dinners. All in. I am. All in on big things. Get in, the more people, the better. Invite the neighbors. As long as I behave myself. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we we don't consume two bottles of wine. I know. I behave myself fine. Uh, it's yeah. just if I have something to say. It has nothing to do if there's wine. Oh, no. It definitely does. Because oh. the more wine that comes out, the more brave you are when it comes to calling your family out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Why have you ignored my texts for two months? Are you are you just being you, or are you ignoring me? <laughs> like either way, it's a crappy answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, speaking of that, in or out on Nikki calling out Cassidy and Kevin for calling them moron when you morons slept together. In. <laughs> Way in on in. that. What a great line. Yep. You morons, morons slept together. We should use that word more frequently, just not in front of the kids. No. Moron. No. But you know, something that really hit me was, Cassidy, when have I ever called you? I'm worried. I want to use that. Yeah. Like, when have I ever called you? I mean, that would be in a very dire situation, but so so true. When have I ever called you? So, good point, Nikki. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, in or out, getting into random bar fights. In. I'm kind of in on it, too. I'm kind of in. And want to know why? Why? Because you got to go alpha male sometimes. 
Well, I just liked that he was like, I'm going to hurt myself, but not by my usual vice. And right. I'm not going to like do anything too tragic. Right. Just going to like feel it. I just want to get, I want to feel I don't, something. I'm not saying that it's a good choice, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I can understand why he made that choice. Yes. And I was very happy that he was just drinking soda water. Um, yeah, I, and I, that was another thing I kind of wish they had not done. Where the guy, where they, he's like, oh, you want more club soda? Yeah. You know, like I just I, wish. I'm happy they did that. Uh, I completely disagree. No, I just I'm so wi- glad they did that. I just wish that you thought it was drinks and eventually when he sees Cassidy and Nikki, it's like he's obviously then you not worry drunk. that he's then you would worry that he was lying. Then then a lot of the viewers would think he was lying. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, and you wanted to know that he was sober as he made that choice that he wanted to get punched. All right. Uh in or out uh on club soda. Mm, I'm out. I'm out on club soda. Club soda is gross. I like seltzer water flavored with like berries and stuff. Yeah, but it's like straight club soda. Nasty. Like that is like, I don't even know one person that liked club soda. Why didn't he get Sprite? Yeah, just get Sprite. Just give me a Sprite, man. He did too many calories. (laughs) He has to take care of his figure. That's like his J-O-B. I know. I'm, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not yep. saying he's wrong. Good thing he didn't get his nose broken. Uh, oh, yeah. he has. Do you ever notice that he's a very pointy nose? It's like very pointy. Yeah, that's why I'm talking about it. Yeah. You, you, you that would ma- be a severe... <laughs> I'm way out on club soda. It's okay. gross. All right, last one. In or out on folding mattress sheets? In. I am out. I can't figure it out for the life of me, and it's like the Rubik's Cube of my adult life, and I can't I'm do so it. in because I want to do it one day, and I've looked it up on Pinterest, and I've watched probably five videos, and I've sent Blake the videos. Yeah. No, I've tried. It. I've and watched he the just videos. Takes it, rolls it in a ball, and throws it. <laughs> yeah, I just roll it up. I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this. We're at a point though, right now. We bought a mattress that only fits one certain type of sheet. Henceforth, why we have to wash the laundry and why right. we forget about it until ten o'clock at night. Um, we just need to. Like, that's what we should ask for for Christmas. A Another sheet. sheet set. <laughs> we bought the purple, like some special purple thing that's too big. Doesn't fit in other mattresses. It oh, doesn't fit sheets. Anyway, no People are done with us. Okay. Uh, last. That was the last one. All right. You got a hot take. No. I do. Good. All right. My hot take is this. It has to deal with Kate and... It has to deal with Katobi, but it also has to deal with Gregory, too. You know. You know. If Gregory keeps migging next time on This Is Us... You know that Gregory is... Uh, you uh, Actually, let's put it this way. Toby is going to go to Gregory and be like, hey, man, thanks for the avocado. Like, I really appreciate that because the avocados came from Gregory's tree. He's going to go to, and, and Gregory's, oh, man, it's great. I'm, I'm so happy I was able to give it to you. You know, the, the your kid was here eating it, and I was just, you know, I was, I was just really excited by That's that. That's what you think. Garen effing teed. Garrett, put the friggin' Blake Larson Garen toss on this. Gregory tells Toby that little Jack Jack was eating loving it was eating avocado he doesn't know it's not like kate said please Ooh, this was supposed to be a first time thing in front of daddy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he doesn't know but toby thinks it was the first time he made a big deal out of it this is the day he's got the phone out he's got everything and and kate didn't say a word and you know he's gonna figure it out Oh man, that's gonna be bad news, and that's what's gonna happen. Well, that that's not gonna be the straw, but that's gonna be the thing that starts the whole. Are they going questioning. out for thing? Wait a second, what are they doing for Thanksgiving? I think they're going out to Philadelphia, right? That would make sense. They haven't talked about travel plans or anything like that. Because well, this is us. They they just show up. 
<laughs> they just show up. How? Because, okay, so because Randall's hosting. Well, yeah, Randall's hosting. Are Katobi just going to stay in L.A. and have their own? No. There's no way. No, Katobi are going. Where are they going to sleep? <laughs> in the basement next to Shauna. <laughs> I wonder, this is their first Thanksgiving with a baby. Everyone else should have gone to them. And let's be real. Everyone else can afford to fly except Katobi. Right. They got way too many things to pay for. This is us with the unlimited bank accounts. <laughs> and no jobs. No one has a job. They Our just... friend on Facebook, Heather, says they are in a preview in Randall's. When are they flying? Okay. It takes a little while to fly from LA to Pittsburgh. Plus, they've got a baby. And mm-hmm. they have to schlep all that stuff. Because you know that Randall didn't move like baby equipment oh, no during chance. this move. You know, no they, they took it to Savers. Yep. Um, Oh my goodness. Oh, one other thing that's kind of happened that I'm not a fan of, and it, I hope it's one of those things that gets played out. And they left, they, they built a foundation for it, was Randall's anxiety level coming back up. A couple yeah. of episodes ago, Beth is saying, hey, I've yeah. seen these things. You need therapy. Oh, it's coming. And he and he blew it off. But nothing has happened since. Are you kidding? Nothing's happened since. No, no, no. In terms of his anxiety, like uh, he hasn't shown any symptoms. Oh, I disagree. He hasn't. He hasn't been like shaking his legs. I think. I think his observing of his mom is showing like a necessary worry, but also he's like an anxious enough person that he is. You know, it. This isn't like I've watched my mom do it once and I'm going to forget. Like he's. He's a worrier to begin with, so I think that it's actually going to be his mom's sickness. That oh, absolutely. Him. I yeah. think that will be it. I okay. hope that's... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to be what triggers it, Yeah. but I, they just haven't... They, they showed it, and they haven't gotten back to it, so, and it's not like them, the writers, to to do that, I think. For, them, for the most part, it's not like them to do that, so... He we'll didn't see. have any reasons to show it this episode, though, in um, like a, a twitchy way. Yeah... Yeah. I mean, you you would think the whole thing with Deja and the the parents and the dinners and that would bring out some stuff out of him. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. You ready to close this bad boy out? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to this show of This Is Us 2. It is, oh my gosh, it's just a show like Mandy Moore. Yeah. <laughs> show. Like, so she does like, little, like oh, She does all these like lyrical things with one syllable words. It's, it's God, it's like butter and a, just. <laughs> but, butter and. <laughs> butter and sugar. And, and, it's literally butter just covered in sugar is her voice. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, we had our vote for the hour long episode or the 30 to 40 minute episode. I'm sorry to say, Mary. We had 115 votes for the hour episode and only five for the half hour Too episode. Too good. I just need coffee. I All wish I knew time. someone who made coffee. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to check us out, check us out at maryandblake.com. On social media, Mary and Blake. And that's it. For now, I'm Mary. My name is Blake. And this is Us Too.